Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of the day you are watching this broadcast, this is Dr. Eric Tangumonkem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. We are all about providing solutions. We are all about bringing hope. We are all about bringing encouragement, equipment, and motivation, in addition to inspiration, so you can become all God created you to be. What you believe about who you are is going to determine the actions that you take. And the actions that you take are going to determine the outcome of your life. As simple as this may sound, many people violate this basic principle and they wonder why they are stuck. They wonder why their lives are not productive. They wonder why they are not where they are supposed to be. We don't want that for you. And that is why I'm bringing this message of hope to you today. When you turn on the news, we have too much bad news. Don't feed your mind with bad news every day. You're not going to miss anything if you don't listen to the bad news. What you're going to miss if you listen to the bad news is the progress that you're going to make. You're going to miss the victories that you're going to have. Why? Because you are feeding your mind with the wrong information. You are feeding your mind with bad news. It's going to give you a wrong belief system. You take the wrong actions. And the outcome of your life is going to be something that you don't like. It's very important for you to understand carrying so that you'll be able to take good care of it. If this is your first time of joining this broadcast, I want you to do me a favor, invite other people to join us, share the broadcast, subscribe to my channel, and stay tuned for more updates. I've been talking about racism for the past couple of months. Not because I want to set those scores. Not because somebody has asked me to. What is driving me is the fact that we can pretend that issues of discrimination don't exist. But the good news is that we are not at the mercy of what other people think about us, of how they define us, of how they treat us. We are not at the mercy of any system. We are not at the mercy of other people's expectations. And that is the hope that I'm bringing. I want you to listen and listen very carefully. Let me check to make sure that you are getting me. I just have to be sure. 
Okay. It's working. I've been talking about the life of Joseph and some of the things that made him to overcome his own circumstances and become the number two in Egypt. If you haven't heard the story of Joseph before, let me remind you. Joseph had 11 brothers and his brothers were jealous, envious of him and this led to hatred and betrayal of the highest category. His own brothers connived together, agreed to sell him into slavery. Joseph was caught by his brothers, his robe of many colors torn apart. He was served to slave traders who took him down to Egypt and sold him a second time. However, Joseph had dreams. He had dreamed that he was going to be the leader over his brothers. And his brothers didn't like it. And they said, dreamer, we are going to see what will become of your dreams. We kill you. We sell you into slavery. You'll be as good as dead. Not only are you going to die physically, your dreams are going to die with you. And the brothers started to solve the problem once and for all. These brothers committed a crime against their own brother. Joseph spent 13 years in Egypt without his family, without the love and support of his parents. In Egypt, he labored as a slave. To make matters worse, the Egyptians considered Hebrews detestable. They could not even eat together with them. Joseph was a slave. Joseph was, was discriminated against. He worked for free, no pay. What brought him out of this quagmire? I touched on four different points that brought him out of this quagmire. And I'm going to get to the fifth point today. The first one was that Joseph understood the big picture. If you didn't watch that video, please go watch it. The next one is that he lived above his circumstances. The third one is that Joseph made the most with what he was already having. And the fourth one was his gift brought him before the king. And today, I'm going to be talking about the sixth one. The shortcut to prominence is by solving problems. The shortcut to prominence is by solving problems. There is so much going on these days. I don't want us to get distracted. I don't want you to misunderstand where I'm coming from. Please, I have not refused. That segregation does not exist. I've not refused that some people look down on others based upon their skin color. It's rather unfortunate. It's one of the most stupid things to do, foolish things to do. 
insane things to do. However, you can't help some people. They think because you have more melanin, which has been given to protect us from the sun, it means we are less human. And anybody who thinks like that, that particular individual has some serious problems. I'm not refusing that. However, we are not at the mercy of those who think otherwise about us. And that is why I want to focus on you. Don't get distracted by systematic racism. Don't get distracted by the woke culture. Don't get distracted by critical race theory. Don't get distracted by theories. I'm talking to you as an individual and I want you to listen and listen very closely. If you want true freedom, if you want to reach your full potential, if you want to become all God created you to be, now is the time to stop empowering other people to sit on you. Now is the time to start believing the lies others are telling you about who you are. Now is the time to rise up and be you. Some have called you a minority, giving you names and labels, and I am moving around, accepting those labels and manifesting the expectation of other people. You are created in the image and likeness of God. Can I say that again? You are created in the image and likeness of God. There is one human race, one human race. Racism it's a social construct. Don't let it prevent you from becoming all God created you to be. You have been specially created and endowed with unique gifts and abilities. You have talent that is purpose for your life. And you are here at a time such as this because you are needed. That is what we are going to be focusing on today. Joseph had every reason under the sun more than you to complain, to make excuses, because his situation was more than bad. His situation was terrible. His situation was hopeless, humanly speaking. He was sold into slavery in a system that considered him to be detestable. There was no pressure group trying to free him from prison. Because after he was sold into slavery, his master's wife tried to commit adultery with him and Joseph said, I cannot do such a terrible thing. His master's wife lied about his name and Joseph was wrongfully convicted and sent to prison to rot and die in prison. Your circumstances may be bad. 
Your circumstances may appear to be hopeless. Today, I'm bringing hope. I want you to focus on one thing and one thing only. That which you are having right now. That which you are already having because you have. You've been gifted. God did not create any bad thing. He created us and endowed us with what we need to accomplish our purpose, to accomplish our mission. You have it already. And I want you to look into it and learn how to use it so that it's going to make a way out for you. Joseph's gift was a gift of interpreting dreams. What is your own gift? Have you found it? Have you developed it? Are you using it? Please, please, move away from excuses and complaining because you've been doing that for a long time and blaming other people and it hasn't helped you. Do you want to really move forward? Do you want to have a breakthrough? Do you want to see a difference in your life? Then it's time to start making use of what you are already having. The shortcut to prominence, the shortcut to being noticed, the shortcut of making a difference is by solving a problem. Joseph was in prison. He was a slave. But he did not become the number two in Egypt. He did not become the prime minister of Egypt. He, 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 he was not in place. He was not placed in charge of the entire economy of Egypt because somebody pitied him or advocated for him to be given that job. No, I've said it. Let me say it again. Remember that the Egyptians detested the Hebrews. They would not even eat with them. This is discrimination at its worst. Nobody set up a committee to fight against the discrimination that was being done to Joseph. But when Joseph cared enough for others to meet their needs, he was positioned to become the number two in the most, in the, 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 the most powerful country on earth at that time. We are told when Joseph was in prison, wrongfully imprisoned, wrongfully imprisoned, he did not become bitter. He did not complain. In prison, we are told God was with Joseph. Why? Because Joseph understood that with God on his side, he was the majority. He was going to be victorious. And that is why one morning Joseph woke up and saw two other prisoners. These were prominent prisoners because they were officials of Pharaoh. They were having a downcast face. They were depressed. They were worried. They were anxious. And Joseph, even though he was a slave, even though he had been wrongfully sent to prison, he cared enough to use his gift even under those difficult circumstances. And that is why I'm challenging you today to use your gift no matter what your circumstances are. Use your gift. Stop complaining. Stop blaming other people. Use your gift. Find your gift and start using it because all of us are gifted. You are gifted. You are gifted. No matter how small that gift is, you have to use it. Joseph's gift was interpreting dreams. Who could have known that such a gift was going to raise, take him up to the highest level in Egypt? He asked these two prisoners, what is wrong with you? How, why are you depressed? Why are you sad? 
They told him their dreams. And Joseph interpreted the dreams for them. He told them, all interpretation of dreams now come from God. This is what your dream means for the first person who was a cupbearer. He said, look, three days, you'll be released from this prison and you're going to be restored to your position. And the second prisoner said, when he heard the first interpretation to be having a favorable outcome, he too was like, wow, I had a dream. And Joseph told him, this is the meaning of your dream. Three days, you'll be released. You'll be, they're going to hang you and the birds will come and eat your flesh. Can you imagine? This man is going to be hung in three days and Joseph was courageous enough to tell him the interpretation of his dream. He didn't paint it. He didn't sugarcoat it. We're living in a day, in a time when political correctness is the norm of the day. People are perishing. They are suffering under one bondage or the other. They are eating junk, drinking junk, and ruining their health. And the word fat today, we cannot even use it. Because somebody is going to feel offended. Somebody is going to feel bad. Somebody is going to feel insulted. No wonder, no wonder we are depressed. No wonder we are confused. We are perplexed. We are sad. And we are dying from preventable illnesses. If Joseph played political correctness, he would not have told the second prisoner the, 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 the meaning of his dream. But remember, if Joseph had dared do that, if he had gone with what was popular, what was trending, and just tried to make this other prisoner feel good, he would have sabotaged his future. Because when Pharaoh had a dream, nobody in Egypt could interpret the dream. That is when the first prisoner, whose dream was interpreted rightly by Joseph, said, Oh, I know of a Hebrew. I know of a Hebrew. I know of a Hebrew. When the time comes, then when you are needed because you are using your gift, nothing is going to prevent you from rising up. By the way, the cream, we always rise to the top. The cream, we always rise to the top. The issue is not the circumstances surrounding you. The issue is not the adversity. The issue is not what people think about you. The issue is not what people have done against you. The issue is not what is happening on the outside. It is how you respond to it. It is who you know you are. That is very important. Don't get distracted. Focus on you. This is what Joseph did. He interpreted the dreams rightly. And when the time came and Pharaoh needed help, the first prisoner said, we were two of us sent to prison. And this guy said, I will be restored to my position. The other guy is going to be hung and best we eat his flesh. And that is exactly what happened. Two different dreams, two different outcomes. And this guy did not shy from telling us nothing but the truth. Pharaoh was like, yes, go get him, go get him. Get him as fast as possible. His slavery came to an end because Joseph used his gift, his gift in the hiding to provide a solution. They brought him before Pharaoh. And when Pharaoh 
told Joseph his own dream, Joseph interpreted the dream for Pharaoh, and Pharaoh got excited. And when Joseph interpreted the dream, he told Pharaoh this. This is the solution. We are going to have seven years of plenty, seven years of famine, and Pharaoh, look, you know what you should do? Just build bands. During the seven years of plenty, store as much grain as possible. So when the seven years of famine come, we will have enough food to eat. And Pharaoh was like, wow, wow, this guy is brilliant. This guy is brilliant. I'm going to put him second in command in Egypt. I'm going to make him a prime minister. There was nothing complicated about the solution that Joseph brought. I'm not telling you to, to reinvent the wheel. I'm not telling you to, to, to go to outer space. The solution that changed Joseph's life was a very simple solution. We're going to have a year of increase. Let's build bands and store a lot of food. We have a lot of problems. A lot of problems. What problem are you solving? What solution are you bringing on the table? What problem are you working on right now? What problem are you solving? Do you want freedom? Look for a problem and start working on it. You must discover your gift and develop it. Then deploy it to serve others. When you provide solutions, your background, socioeconomic status, and skin color will not count. That is the truth. That is the truth. If you solve problems, if you solve problems, if you solve problems, it is going to open a way for you. You have to figure out what problem you're going to solve. Therefore, to gain true freedom, start by identifying your gift and use it to solve problems. Nothing will stop you from getting to the top if you are a problem solver. It can be at work. Wherever you are, there are problems. Identify problems and start solving them. Unfortunately, many people would rather do what? Complain and complain and complain and blame other people. And when you are complaining and blaming other people, you are not using your gift. You are not developing your gift because the energy that you have invested in developing you and solving problems, you are doing what? You are using it to complain. And the more you complain, the more you lose control. The more you complain, the more you empower other people to sit over you. Many people complain and complain and neglect like this because they think other people have power over them. Nobody has power over you. Nobody has power over you. If you've not empowered people, they're not going to have power over you. They may try to shackle you. They may try to enslave you. They may try to trample on you. They may try to put you in a dungeon. 
It is when you stop believing in your God-given abilities, it's when you stop using your gifts that you are going to be ruled over. Just as victory did not come overnight, it took time. I don't know where you are right now, but I just want to leave you with this. If you want true freedom, if you want true freedom, identify your gifts and start using them. You may be wondering, where do I start? How am I going to go about it? I have a book here. The title is, What Do You Have? What do you have? If you are complaining that you don't have anything, it's because you've not looked well enough. And if you don't know how to go about it, this book is going to help you figure out what you are already having right now. I'm not talking about what you're going to have in the future. No, you already have enough right now that is going to set you free. That's going to open doors for you. You have it. Everybody does. You have it right now. If, if, if you think something is preventing you from, the, from externally, from becoming all we are created to be, you are not looking at it rightly. You have it. Joseph was in prison. He was able to break free because he had it in him already. And you too do. Grab a copy of this book and read it. It's going to change your life. You can find it on Amazon and wherever books have, are, are being sold, even on my website. We've been talking from this book, Racism, Where Is Your Sting? Get a copy as well, not just for yourself, but for other people and together. Let's put the last nail on the coffin of racism. I want to thank you so much for watching. Do me a favor, share this broadcast, like it, get a copy of your book. And if you don't want to get a copy of the book, you want to make a donation, you can do that as well. Together, we can make a difference. I always like to sing this song. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Darkness will never, ever overcome light, no matter how small the light is. Racism is darkness. It's evil. We need to light our, our lamp, our lights, and push away against that darkness. Thank you. God bless you. Stay tuned for more updates. Tomorrow is going to be another day.